Paul, it's been a whole month since we were last on the show. It seems like a million years. So I'm going to try a callback to something we talked about way back when. No, just like six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago. But uh, I started playing one of my podcasts in the car today, Wonderful, where Griffin and Rachel McElroy of the McElroy podcast Dynasty talk about things that they're into. And uh, the show started, my name is Rachel McElroy. And then Griffin said, wait, wait, wait. My beard was scratching against the pop filter. I'm so sorry. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I I felt like I, I beat a McElroy to a joke. <laughs> they probably stole it from us. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> Paul, should we start the show? And is, I, I guess that means we play a song. Let's get things rolling. First up in this episode, it's The Frontier. Here on Hometown Sounds.
They sure covered a lot of ground in that video, didn't they, Paul? <laughs> yeah, we watched the music video for that first single, It's You by The Frontier. And uh, it's, a, it's a fun little uh, collection of a lot of fans of the band dancing with their kids, uh, wearing a pickle costume. Uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a nice, nice little fun jam. And, and we really, we dug how that sort of starts out with a bit of a yacht rock feel and then sort of morphs into like a big dance synth pop number. So mashing all that up together was really great. By the way, welcome back to the Hometown Sounds podcast. We show you how DC rocks and I'm Paul Vodra. And I'm Tony Pareco. And hey, let's throw in a little more information about The Frontier. The Frontier is fronted by a one Jake Mimikos. We last featured The Frontier in February of 2019 with the track Dark Places. They have been featured on NPR, The CW, and, and MTV. Those are cool credits. Gosh, just slick and great. Thank you, The Frontier. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. So how have you been doing, man? What's going on? I haven't talked to you in ages. All right, so what... I've been waiting to tell you for a podcast now since it is what happened at my apartment. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right. That was a long time ago that I heard that there was something to be discussed. Yes. And that is that on May 22nd, the date that we published our last episode, that morning I was home and I noticed a little puddle of water coming from underneath my HVAC closet. Oh, no. So I did what any millennial would do, and that's call their dad. So because, like, home maintenance, eh, not my strong suit. So he came over, basically just glanced at it. Like, I think that it is his glance that he looked at it, and the pipe burst open, and water started gushing into my apartment. Just because he looked at it. My dad's... Got that power. Yeah. What a look. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, so we are talking gallons upon gallons of water running into my into my apartment per minute. And what you're supposed to do when that happens, which I was having to learn in horrifying real time, is find the water main and turn it off. But we couldn't find the water main. Oh, no. Then it, Then it's like... Two, two and a half hours before someone can get here to try to deal with that. I am experiencing both cell, bad cell phone reception and I think some water gunked up my phone oh. because people were saying that they couldn't hear me well. And I was essentially trying to, you know, narrate and ask for help during an emergency. Not my finest hour. It was just, it was horrifying, man. Oh. Now, some have said that I am lucky that I was home. When it happened. And I think that is really true because, like, what if this just happened while I was at work for, you know, 10 hours, you know, hadn't been home for 10 hours. Right. I was able to, you know, fire rescue, run stuff out of my apartment and up upstairs. And, you know, I was able to do that while my dad, like, held the pipes together and then they would burst open again. It was just really scary. Now, I got... Almost none of my stuff was damaged. What did happen was that the pipe did kind of dredge my desk area. And we're talking monitor, work laptop, personal laptop, uh, podcast microphone. It turns out none of these items were damaged. That's amazing. Yeah. The items I have lost are an area rug, a surge protector, and like the under rug. So those three items, like 
totaling value like 300 bucks. Right. Like it could, it could have been much, much worse. Um, so what happened as a result is uh, quite a process. I stayed in a hotel for the next five days wow. while my place got dried out. Yep. Thank you, Sheridan Silver Spring. <laughs> Word up. Uh, I recommend it as a totally fine hotel. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a whole process of, of having guys drop fans to dry the place out, call both my homeowner's insurance and condo association insurance, have the old floor removed, talk to several contractors, find the one who you think is the right match based on the services they're offering for what price, schedule that a couple of weeks out. Uh, I will finally have the work starting next week. Wow. <sighs> So it's weird not having a floor. Like I have to, it's essentially like concrete subfloor with the old adhesive to the old floor. It was, uh, you know, holding down. So like I have to wear shoes all the time and it's kind of like classic adult. It's an adult version of floor is lava. (laughs) Much less fun. Yeah. So that's the big thing here. I want to I want to turn things to sort of more pleasant and joyful items. Since I believe since we last podcast, have both Mother's Day and Father's Day. Did they both occur in the time that we last podcasted? I think probably so. So I just want to brag a little bit. I am the gift whisperer. Like <laughs> I slay so hard nice. in presents. Yes. Let's move on to Father's Day, where I got my dad an incredibly peak dad Father's Day gift. And let's just, I just want to have you guess something and let's see how close you come. Yeah. Oh, about what, what you got for him? Yep. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know. Pressure washer. Yeah. Oh, see, I would never have gone. <laughs> I, I haven't had my hands on a pressure washer in quite a long time, but I do remember how satisfying it is. When you've got like your like your wooden deck like behind your house and it's just like covered in gunk and you just take that pressure washer and you don't even really have to do anything. You just sort of wave it in front and the dirt just magically disappears. And it's so satisfying. I was waiting I was waiting for you to say it's so satisfying. It is. See, I've never I've never used one, so I am thrilled that you were able to narrate the experience. I've heard that there are crazy pressure washer videos, but uh <laughs> I mean, basically what happened here is I just, uh, I was just going through articles on the wire cutter for things I hadn't already bought my dad. And I was like, pressure washer. He's going to love this. (laughs) So I I ordered it and had it delivered the very next day for eight bucks. Father's Day, done. That's amazing. Even during a pandemic, we live in a crazy world. (laughs) Yeah. Let's play another song, Paul. Think we should do that? Yes. Next up on the podcast is Golden Brown.
That song was called Get Down, the debut single from Golden Brown. So funky, so groovy. <laughs> Golden Brown with an E at the end of Brown is Columbia Knights and singer slash pianist Jenna Camille. Funnily enough, we had queued up songs by both Columbia Knights and Jenna Camille separately in this week's document as we were trying to pick out which songs to choose and spin for you all. And we chose this Golden Brown song, so all the bases are covered. We last featured Columbia Nights on the podcast in October of 2015, the song Glide. We have not yet featured Jenna Camille, and now we have. She has a brand new album called The Time Is Now. Please give that a listen on her Bandcamp page. Back in March, at the start of the lockdown, the New York Times did a profile on Jenna Camille and how her three jobs got nixed. Like over a weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, that was the time that the lockdown started. And that happened to, you know, quite a lot of musicians that uh, hustle in D.C. to make ends meet. So, quote, to help address her short-term financial needs, we, Golden Brown, are releasing some music ahead of schedule. Get down as a reminder that technology can keep us hashtag alone together during this time of social distancing. We are alive in the digital age. You can buy this song for a buck, and while you're at it, get the rest of her catalog for whatever price you like. And part of what attracted me to this band and the song was because the name Golden Brown of their band could, I don't know this for sure, but it seems like it probably is, be a reference to the well-known song of the same name from back in 1981 by English rock band The Stranglers that was featured on the soundtrack to the 2000 Guy Ritchie movie Snatch. That seems like a really deep pull, Paul. Like, please show your work. I mean, I love that song. I don't, and and I really thought it had been a, in a lot of movies. Like, it sounds very Wes Anderson to me. And when I saw that it was, it was, I couldn't find anything else other than Snatch. So I guess that's where we all know it from. But yeah, beautiful song, love it. So speaking of beautiful songs that might be, you know, old and and brought back from the dead. I have been doing more of my lockdown mashup DJing. How's it been going? You know, I think it's been. I think I. I think I got it all figured out now. I think. I think I've hit my groove. Uh, did one a couple of Friday nights ago, and that was episode three. I live streamed it both on the website that I set up myself, which is livestream.vodra.net, and also on the Instagram of Hometown Sounds, which is you know cheating because. That's not what Hometown Sounds is about, but it's it's my public Instagram and it, it, it seems to be working good. Instagram seems to be a platform that doesn't care that I stream some mashups for a while as opposed to Facebook. And it's got a nice little chat function. So uh, the people that were listening via Instagram could be chatting and talking about the crazy mashups I was playing. So I picked out some of my absolute favorites and mixed them together and hit the record button, saved the set. It is available at livestream.voter.net. If you want to get some mashups in your life, you want to have a little mashup dance party, there you go. And I think I'm going to keep it up. I think I'm going to probably do another one uh, maybe this week, maybe this weekend. I haven't uh, haven't nailed anything down yet, but I'm, I'm feeling like uh, this is a really good way to connect with some people, to do a little DJing, make some people dance. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. Because for, for me here, I am still... Working from home, still firmly locked down. I, you know, it's it's such weird times now. People are coming out. You know, there was all the protesting and 
and I really wanted to protest, but I was, you know, nervous about this, the virus spreading. It seems like it's not happening. It seems like, uh, it's only happening inside, which is, which is amazing news. Um, cause the protests were of course very important. And, um, but you know, still haven't been doing a lot of venturing out and seeing people. I, I think you know some people are choosing to do that. Some people are not. I believe you mentioned before we hit record that that you have been going back into your office now. Is that right? Yep, I'm there two days a week. But what's really rad is now I'm on like two days in and then work from home three days. So it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, that works out pretty good. We we are still firmly five days a week here working from home. Or as I saw on Twitter today, we should rename it living at work. Yeah. Because that's a problem. Very good. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to unplug sometimes. It's kind of hard to set things aside and move on to the not work portion of life. So I don't know. We're figuring it out. We're making it work. And uh, we'll get through it all together. And uh, we're going to start that new period of our lives right now with another song. (laughs) This is Babbling April.
good. So good. Such a badass chorus. And like that really cool coda, you know, all through the end. So good. That was Babbling April with a track called Narcissism. Babbling April is a dude, Dave New, and some band members. And what's kind of neat is he's like written different songs with each of the different band members on this release. Uh, Babbling April won my heart with a release in 2018 with an EP called Holy Gold. And this new record, Days of Retreat, I have been kind of thinking about this album like every couple of months being like, God, I am so excited for a new Babbling April release. That's awesome. I remember going to Slash Run specifically to see them. And then it was like a moment of pure pleasure of getting to watch a band you like while you slam a burger whose fried egg is running down your hand. I am very pro put a fried egg on it if that is oh, yeah. an available option. It makes it better all the time. Uh-huh. Sadly, uh, Vivian Machi, the singer, and Dave, Dave New of Babbling April are moving to Stuttgart, Germany on July 5th for his next Air Force assignment, which was a bummer to hear. But uh, I'm so thrilled that they have given us this record. And that's enough of me talking about how much I love Babbling April. Let's play another song. Paul, who is next? Next up is The Southern Ocean.
crazy post-rock firing on all cylinders, and that is how I like it. That is the Southern Ocean with a track called Friday Night. Uh, we last featured the Southern Ocean on the podcast way back in October of 2017. I see in the document a question, Paul, you saw them at Fort Reno, right? And I actually looked it up, and I think I did not go to Fort Reno that night. So what I what I, what happened is that I have like merged the visuals of remembering a photo of seeing them and their name on the board up front. Oh yeah, and then like of the pictures you would take. <laughs> right, of course. I always love doing that. Man, I miss Fort Reno. I feel like we we should be still be able to do Fort Reno. I, I it does seem like that is the best live music option available to us right now. If we're all outside. Probably a bunch of us wearing masks, distanced. It seems like it could work. So uh, I, I, my fingers are crossed that Fort Reno might happen, but I haven't heard anything at all. So who knows? They sent out a quote on their social media about this release. It says, Hi, friends. These are difficult and often painful times we are living in. Our hearts go out to all of those who have experienced the death of loved ones or who have struggled for justice. We thought long and hard about whether this was the right time to share new content that we've been working on since late last year. But whether it is for enjoyment or emotional catharsis, we hope that art and music can make people feel better or bring people together. So with that in mind, we are going to be releasing some new music over the next few months. We hope you enjoy. Stay strong. T-S-O, the Southern Ocean. They made a music video for this that uh, I watched while we listened to that song. And uh, it's a very fun little send up of Zoom calls and that interview that that guy was doing on TV and his kid came dancing into the the shot and everybody loved it and went around the world. I love a good no pants reveal. <laughs> it's always great. <laughs> uh, also, I want to note that they recorded this track in Edgewater, Maryland, which is the municipality my bestie Rebecca lives in. So that was a fun fact. And now let's hear some more music on the podcast. Tony, do you know who's next? I do. It's Continuals.
so fierce in that DC punk way. That was a group called Continuals with a track called Privacy. That's from a release they put out on May 10th called Three Songs from Exile. It is a name-your-own-price download on their band camp. Continuals is Darren Zentek on drums, uh, which is fun because I know Darren. He, we, he and I worked at the same time at Chuck Levin's Washington Music Center. Darren is a huge drum nerd and uh can talk you through a drum uh i will say that i really i really appreciated the drumming in that song in particular it was very good props uh the continuals also has michael haunch on bass and ryan nelson who sings and plays guitar the husband of aaron mitchell nelson in beauty pill and uh ryan nelson between his conversational skills and like (laughs) musical creativity the dude is just such a force oh also his visual art is stunning yeah i have seen some of that visual art yeah uh back to continuals continuals is a project that these three guys started in february 2019 they wrote a bunch of material and were prepping to make their live debut when the pandemic hit but they didn't stop and the tracks Four three songs from Exile were written and recorded soon after physical separation with each member recording themselves individually and sending each other their tracks. They say that it's been wonderful to continue playing music together by an any means necessary approach, but they're looking forward to physical proximity someday soon. The lead that's kind of buried in that nice quote is that once we're past the stay at home times, there's going to be a bunch more than those three tracks on their release, three songs from exile. So uh, I'm looking on the bright side of this. <laughs> a nice little tease for more. And I will say that those three songs are very short. So it is, it is a brief tease, but uh, there are some great nineties vibes in that. And uh, man, can't wait for more. Well, that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. We are so bad. So, we are so glad to be back into your ears again. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. We have a website, hometownsoundsdc.com. Check it out. We also have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. It's just those two letters, D and J. So send us your stuff when you got releases to be shared with everybody on the internet. Please, they make our day and they help us make this show. (laughs) Right. But really, of course, the important thing is to support the musicians who you've heard on this podcast over the years by buying their music. And seeing them play live someday. I hope someday soon. And we have one last track for you. We're going to bend the rules a little bit uh, for this distance-wise. This is going to be a new song from Strip Mall Ballads. The song is called, What Will We Do When We Have No Money? Get more money. Um, I think that, mm, okay, maybe. Strip Mall Ballads is Phillips Sailor Weiser, former resident of DC. And I used to see him at IOTA a bunch. Now, that is why I, why I allowed this. I know, yeah, exactly. He's definitely a DC alum. He lives currently in Brunswick, Maryland, I think. You know, we, we're not friends or anything. I don't really know him, but, you know, creeping on social media. It seems like he lives near Harper's Ferry, West Virginia which is a little far out, but you know what? Uh, we're bending the rules because that's what we do. I remember seeing Strip Mall Ballads in in the late aughts at IOTA, and I was trying to figure out if they were part of the Federal Reserve Collective, which is a thing helmed by Jesse Elliott of These United States and also featured Van Devere and Laura Beren, who's currently the Mina Birds, 
and man, I mean, these shows were amazing and they were, it was sort of like a, a curated open mic night at IOTA. And I did a lot of Googling, which took me down some rabbit holes of like, man, I wish I'd been at that show. Maybe I was at that show. I don't even know. Some really great stuff. Um, so I don't know if he was or not, but anyway, it was, you know, around that same time at the same locations. And, uh, he's, he, I think he moved to North Carolina. He's moved around some, but continuing to make some really beautiful mellow folk music. Uh, he wrote this, please enjoy this folk song recorded in my garage of solitude during the 2020 pandemic. It is my hope that this simple song brings you some enjoyment during this tumultuous time. Much love, P. This song is a name your own price download on Bandcamp, as is his most recent album, Distant, which was released in February. That's a little creepy that he called it Distant right before this whole thing started. And his website, stripmallballads.com, has the rest of his discography that goes back until you know the mid to late aughts. It's all available for download. Go down a rabbit hole. Check this stuff out. We hope you like it. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time.
Whoa.